Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, April 11th, 2022, and this is day 1486 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you. We praise you with all that is within us. Thank you so much for being our Abba Father. Thank you so much for loving us. Even when we were in sin, before you even sent Jesus to reconcile us back to you, thank you so much, Lord, for your precious son, Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord, who died and sacrificed his own life for us so that we could be with you for eternity. I thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit who you sent here to lead and direct our path even right now and to equip us with the power we need to overcome the evil that comes at us every day, every moment. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's message is don't just settle right? Don't just settle for anything. Wait on what God has given you. God is saying, I hear you. It's coming. Be patient and wait. And don't fall for something that may sound like what you're waiting on, but it's not quite exactly. And you feel like, well, because of a time factor, I'm just going to have to take this. No, 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 no. (laughs) Do what God is saying. Be patient. God has exactly what you need waiting for you. So we're going to be coming out of Exodus chapter 2 verses 1 through 10, but we are going to, uh, I'm going to start at Exodus 1 and 22, the last verse of chapter 1. And it says, then Pharaoh gave this order to all his people, every Hebrew boy that is born, you must throw into the Nile, but let every girl live. So he was angry because Um, The Hebrews were multiplying and there were so many of them. And he was fearful that if a war broke out, that they would go against him because he's so ruthless and so evil. So he decided, let me just commit genocide and get rid of all the boy babies. Yeah. So now we'll go down to Exodus chapter two, starting at verse one. Says, now a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman. So the man is... Uh, Amram, uh, and the woman is Jochebed. And it says, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. And their son was Moses. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. Because remember, the order had gone out to throw and drown every boy baby in the Nile River. But when she could, could hide him no longer, She got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed the child in it and put it along the reeds, along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. 
Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe, and her attendants were walking along the riverbank. She saw the basket among the, the reeds and sent her female slave to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying, and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she said, she answered. So the girl went. And and this is Miriam. Miriam. This is Jesus, I mean, Moses' sister. Okay, and, and you notice that even before um, the... the um, the Pharaoh's daughter decided to keep him. Here comes Miriam. Hey, swoops in. Do you want me to, to go and find the Hebrew woman? Go get a Hebrew, get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you. She just wanted to make sure she quickly just said it. And that prompted uh, Pharaoh's daughter, I think, to keep him. She may have been wondering, should I keep him or not? And she quickly said, hey, let me go and get uh, one of the Hebrew women to breastfeed him for you. So powerful. <laughs> Verse eight. Yes, go, she answered. So the girl went and, and got the baby's mother, which was her own mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this baby and nurse him for me and I will pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. What a sacrificial move. Um, and I would imagine that Jacobet instilled quite a bit in her son. Even when your children are that small, they remember and you instill that in them. And he, he remembered where he came from. He knew who his people were. You you can read further and, and discover that. So let's go to our points. Point number one, while looking for a new space, me, while I was looking for a new space for Transition Zone last week, everyone I encountered wanted money for their spaces, and rightfully so. They have bills to pay too. Well, we don't have money <laughs> to pay for rent or utilities. Not yet. Uh, in this new grant I applied for, I did include uh, a portion. It's not a huge amount, but something to pay rent. Uh, and we won't know until the end of May, you know, or sometime in May, whether we got that grant. And uh, I'm believing that we have that grant. So, yeah, I wanted to make sure that wherever we were staying, and actually it was going to be where we were currently at the church. Um, and I didn't want to say anything about it uh, until we got it because I hate to build people's hopes up and say, hey, I applied for this. And and sometimes people may think it's an, it's a go and yay and all that. So I always try to wait and, until I know for sure to say so I, I, in the process, uh, with everyone asking for money and, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's their rules. So instead of just saying, oh, well, I, I guess I can't get this, uh, I decided, let me offer my gift <laughs> or my gifts to train others within their organization or youth that come to their facility, uh, and I would train them also in workforce skills, life skills, entrepreneurship, 
Uh, I even offered to do mediation services for any disputes that may arise uh, in exchange for using their spaces. We must not settle for the what seems to be a death sentence. Uh, it, it might seem that way because it is so hard right now. Uh, in the shift or wherever you are at that moment, it may seem like there are no other possibilities, but God has got you. Don't you ever forget it. He's got you. Uh, that's There's been a death sentence by the enemy mandated against us, but we got to remember God is in control of everything. <laughs> he can only do what God allows. And sometimes God will allow it at that moment to condition us, to strengthen us, to, to strengthen our faith in him. Jacobet kept her composure. At least it looks like it from uh, what she decided to do. Uh, and she built a miniature ship, uh, the specs of it and the way the product that she used is what they used for ships uh, at that time. Uh, she did this for her baby boy. Even Moses' big sister followed the boat, watching over her baby brother until the rescue. She even took a stand when it came to nursing the baby and negotiated, well, the she was there when the woman offered to pay. Uh, Pharaoh's daughter offered to pay uh, for the mother to nurse her own baby. Although she, Miriam never told her this is his mom. And, and so it was even not even asked. It, it, and we don't have to offer anything up <laughs> in certain situations. Sometimes God will just say, be quiet, you know, and I, I got this process working. Isn't that awesome? Uh, and so uh, she nursed the baby, uh, was paid for doing it, to nurse her own baby. I mean, just look at God, right? He will do it in a way that we could never imagine or think. You better tap into your gift God has blessed you with. And uh, he blessed you with them for a reason. And one is to keep us from settling for less. Use the gift our gifts to negotiate. Use them uh, to get you to the next level, whatever that is that God has given you to do. Let me share this about my brother. I'll never forget this. Uh, he had uh, five children at the time. Uh, he has a total of six children and um, he needed work. Uh, and uh, I think something had happened and he was out of work. And he wanted to be a carpenter, a contractor. So he would walk, he walked up to a job site and asked the foreman if he could work for them. And they said, no, we don't need any help. So my brother decided <clears throat> he would walk up there every day with his lunch. <laughs> and, you know, in the contractor's lunchbox, you know, the little metal lunchboxes, he would walk up there. That's how I that's how I visualized it. I'm not sure if that's what he had. He he walked up there dressed and ready to work. Uh, and and day after day. And finally, the foreman said, okay, <laughs> you can start working. And gave him the worst jobs. They treated him horribly. But he stuck it out. And uh, that, my goodness, must have been a good 40 years ago or 30 something years ago. And uh, my brother has turned into, um, over the years, a, a very fine carpenter. Uh, and 
he still to this day does it. And not only does he do it, but he's taught his son how to do it. Now his son is carrying out the legacy of doing carpentry work and rehabbing houses and things like that. And they go together and he's more so just teaching him. He does some of the work, but not as much as he used to. And now his son does such a great job uh, doing what he did and the way he did it to take care of his family. Uh, you know, we don't want to just settle for no. <laughs> sometimes that no means yes. Uh, and, and sometimes people have to know that um, we know what we're talking about and we prove it to them with our stamina to continue to press on. And, and our gifts will make that space, that room for us to get in there. So yesterday, I went to visit my friend's church. Uh, remember I said I went to, all, I think I went to a good eight to 10 places looking for a space for T-Zone last week. And I was ready to hit the pavement again today and Tuesday, today and tomorrow, because Wednesday through Friday, I'm, I'm, I'm in schools and, and doing trainings and things like that. And so I, um, uh, and then in the evenings do more of my uh, T-Zone work. So I thought, uh, I've got to hit the pavement. And while at church yesterday at my friend Cynthia, Pastor Cynthia Kivitz Church, um, the Lord said, go, you know, and I, I needed to go and just get a word, you know, and she is a dynamic pastor. Oh, my gosh, the girl can preach. <laughs> so I went and I sat there and, oh, praise and worship. Her daughter does praise and worship. Her son-in-law handles the um, the the music, the computer stuff and all that. They have a team because it's a. Uh, you know, they have it where they're doing a hybrid model. They have people there and then they have the majority of the people uh, on social media. And so we're doing praise and worship. D, oh, that she too, she's functioning in her gift and singing and worshiping God. So God blessed there. And then when Pastor Cynthia came up to speak, she talked about the cultures and how it's not just our typical culture and our race, but just the culture um, we're raised in and she shared this beautiful story about her and her her grandmother and how she used to call her grandmother uh, I think she said Ruth Lee by her just her first name it was since she was a kid and she her grandmother helped to raise her and and their grandmother was fine with it and and how they had a great re relationship and her grandmother loved the Lord and her grandmother would let her ask whatever questions she wanted to ask and she would answer those questions she didn't say no that's not what you should be asking or anything like that and I'm kind of summing it up but um such a beautiful example she shared with us about the culture shift. So she said one day, uh, other relatives were over and and, and um, she had said something to her grandma. She said, and Ruth Lee, something and her grandma walked down out of the room and, and answered her. But she walked down out of the room and in the meantime, an aunt or a cousin heard her say it and went over to her and said, what are you snatched her up and said, you are out of line. You don't talk to your grandmother like that using her first name. Now, mind you, her grandmother didn't mind all these years. And, and uh, she was always very respectful to her grandmother. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Those kind of things. And uh, this relative just heard it for the first time and, and shut her down and, and said, no, you don't do that. And, and uh, Cynthia said she just was so crushed by that and uh, how it changed the culture that her and her grandmother had. Uh, 
and uh, shifted everything. As a matter of fact, it it uh, took away her freedom in that area uh, to the point of where she even told her children not to call um, the gram- her grandmother that. Uh, but her grandmother didn't mind. But it was just after that incident, how it shook her up so much. Uh, even she said when she would encounter her grandmother and she didn't want to say anything because as a child, that's what <clears throat> got drilled into her by that relative that reprimanded her, not knowing the whole story. So she said she learned something from that. And and uh, it really spoke volumes to me, the whole message. It was what I had been dealing with as well. The culture shift, things that changed that all of a sudden it's no longer that way anymore but uh, before that, everything was okay, and we don't even know what happened, but something happened to shift everything and to the point of where uh, I had to be uh, told to leave where I was and transition zone and everything had had to go. And uh, it was just like, okay, now what? And And I couldn't just sit around twiddling my thumbs and you know, crying. I had to get up and get moving. And uh, after the service yesterday, she and I chatted for a brief moment and she said, Jackie, where are you going to, where are you doing T-Zone? And I said, well, I'm looking for, she said, you can use this place. I'm not here five days a week. You know, we're, we only need it on, on uh, Sundays when we're having service here and uh, you use it. You, we, take this space and you use this space and, uh, and, and you can come here. And I'm like, what? She said, and it's free. You don't have to pay anything. I'm like, what? And I was just so blown away, not expecting anything like that. And, uh, I said, all right, thank you. Uh, tears swelling up. (laughs) And I, uh, was so grateful to God and, and God said, this is where I would have you to be right now. And so that's where I will be for now as God is leading me through this journey, uh, not only for T-Zone, but as my church, uh, Destiny Life Center, magnificent, uh, whether I was using her space or not. Uh, but she said, and you know what? The Lord had put on my heart even before this to call you and let you know that you could use our space. And, uh, you know, stuff happens. Time comes up and gets uh gets consumes us sometimes we get busy doing everything else and um I was so grateful and that's how God will do it you know he knows our heart he knows what we need and uh he has a a ram in the bush he has something ready for you uh you we just don't see it yet so keep on doing what you're doing don't settle for anything less and continue to do the will of God he loves you he sees you and he knows and he will provide. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the goal. (laughs) That is the ultimate. All right. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name. Amen.
men. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y, CKSMinistries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org. Check out what we're doing and partner with us. You may want to become a a donate, donate uh, $10 a month, whatever that is, just to support this worthwhile um, mission that God has us on. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.